Alright, welcome everybody to DCI episode 6 with Derek Summers, myself, and what's the name today? Big Sexy, baby. Always Big Sexy. What are you talking about? What's the date? What's the name today? I'm just checking. I've just got to make sure. <laughs> so people change a lot of stuff around here. As you can see, we've actually changed our studio setup now. So this is still a work in progress. So we are giving this a shot. Hopefully you guys will like this. There's a lot more stuff coming, but uh, we've switched from our original studio piece that we had to this. We're going to try a few more things. So if this episode seems a little bit weird, just bear with us. More is on its way. So uh, going back to episode four, if you've already watched episode five, you know why we're not talking about that one, but episode four, we were talking about some of the feedback that we we're getting on our slabs. Uh, we were able to answer a lot of those questions. We actually did get some of those answers posted up for our viewers. So, um, anything new that you've seen from feedback about our slabs or anything comes around? No, I mean, it's still all positive. Just like, you know, it was a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. So Are you still paying those influencers? You know, man, I have to admit, I haven't paid anybody anything. Still no. Okay, no. great. Well, we have seen a lot more videos continuing to come out from other people. Uh, shout outs, comments. So we do love that. So thank you. Keep feeding that stuff in. We want to continue to hear what you have and we want to answer those questions, right? So there's nothing that's been really off limits for us. So please feed us in and hit us up on that. So uh, we do have one thing that I want to make sure that we, we catch our viewers very early in, which is that we have a giveaway going on and it's actually to Cabo. So why don't you go ahead and talk about the giveaway and what that entails what are we giving away a trip to cabo uh does somebody else want to talk about this because i don't know nothing at all about no cabo trip yeah you do you know no, nothing about a cabo no. trip. you've never been to cabo no who's paying for this cabo trip i don't influencers <laughs> <laughs> no we are we're giving away a trip to for seven days to cabo yeah uh, it's going to be for two um, I've got the resort uh, already picked out for that trip. Uh, very nice resort. You'll get to choose up to six months um, of when you want to go. So your airfare you've got to take care of. And the reason that I've done that is because I didn't want anyone to, you know, rely on us to set the airfare and then them have some something come up and, you know, think it wasn't a good time for them. So it's just always good for them to do their own airfare. And But DCI is going to take care of the entire resort, uh, and it's going to be a great time. So Cool. So how do they enter for that? Is that so something they have to do? every card that is submitted through our online portal or online submission, yep. it, it counts as one entry Got it. into that contest. And so you send 10 cards, you get 10 entries. You send 100 cards, you get 100 entries. So if you can really pay attention there, the more cards you send, the better it's going to be for your chances to win. Send 1,000 cards, you get 1,000 entries. Yeah. And so all your entries go in, we will do a randomizer kind of like they do for breaks. Sure. Uh, and we'll do that live for everyone and we'll pick a winner and we will uh, give that away. And that runs from April, May and the month of June. So Got we it. will give it away in July. Okay. So you have until the last day in June. Yes. June now, do their cards have to just for specifics, do they have to be here or just their submission has to be done by that point, right? Their submission has to be done by June 30th. Okay. So the cards don't have to arrive by then, no. but their submission is Correct. done there. So June 30th, we're going to continue to talk about that. You'll see it all over our Instagram. You'll see it um, on our social media. So that's going to continue to run. We're going to keep pushing that up in your face. So you guys remember to do that because that's going to be a phenomenal trip. 
So we're excited to be able to give that away for somebody. So, um, as, that, I mean, that, nothing gets better than going to Cabo and yeah. enjoying margaritas on the beach and some some tacos brought to you out by the water. Hey, come on, sounds pretty nice. Yeah. Um, hey, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm going now. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm about to start a submission and see if I can win the trip. I'm gonna need it here coming up soon. So, um. As we have gone through, we want to talk about shows in this episode. So obviously the last couple of episodes, we talked about our slabs and a lot of the upcoming stuff there. We did a ton of content for Mint that we know that you guys have been able to see. But what we want to talk about now is shows. Low rider. What you doing? My chair is sinking over here. It's a, you're on a sinking <laughs> ship, I guess. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's hey, all right. I keep, I keep going. Down, hey, you know what? Down. We said that this is a this is our construction studio. <laughs> we are working on it right now. So, um, all right. So this is what we wanted to talk about today: is shows that we've gone to. We travel all the time for shows. Yes, we travel all over the country. We've got two main teams, so we can be in two shows at you know same weekend. Uh, as we do a lot of times. You so know, we travel so much, I had to set up a separate account on my American Airlines because my, my miles were to a max. Really? So I had to, put I didn't even I had, had to set, set a separate account. Yeah. It's not really a thing. I was making it up. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> See, I guess I'm gullible. All right. So uh, so this is what it's going to be, is we want to go through some of these shows. So, you know, excuse me for my notes, but I told you guys, it's a lot of shows. So what we're going to go through is I want to talk about what we see at shows, so so obviously we cards. see sports cards, we see right? Cards. Yeah, thank you. We see sports cards, but different shows have different feels, right? Different shows are structured different ways. Mm-hmm. They tend to be more vintage focused, or more ultra modern, or maybe breakers are there, or industry people. So we're I'm going to go through a list of shows, and the reason we're doing it is because we want a to create some additional you know shout outs for these shows okay. that do a lot of work, but b so people know what they can expect to see if they go to them. Okay, cool. So, um, so we're going to start out with January of this year. So San Antonio card show This is one we've been to multiple times. Yep. Um, Love those guys down there. They do an awesome job. They do a really good job. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, um, Brian and Wallace are the guys down there. The next one is actually coming up really soon for that. Uh, actually at the end of this month, end of April. So tell us about the San Antonio card show. What, what is that one kind of geared towards maybe? At the San Antonio card show, you're going to find a lot of raw stuff there. There's a lot of raw. So if you're looking to buy raw to have graded, that is the show to go to. Mm-hmm. For San Antonio, there's there's a lot of graded stuff there too, but it's I would say the majority of the floor is a lot of raw stuff. So real good opportunity to capitalize on some of those grades. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There are um, additionally some some good people that bring a lot of comic books. Yep. I know that um, there's not a crazy amount of wax there. No. It's not it's not a huge wax show, but unless you like retail wax, there's a lot true. Of there there is retail, uh, but yeah, it's a really a good show for raw cards. There's no question. So, um, and that show, again, the next one is coming up at the end of April. So, uh, the next one that we're going to talk about a big one here. So the Dallas card show, obviously probably the biggest show in the central area. I would for sure say that, that we've attended. So what about the Dallas card show? What do you get there? There is a lot of great cards that you can pick up at the Dallas card show. The problem that I have with the Dallas card show is, is it's usually people who are just wanting to flex. You usually walk around and it's like, well, what do you want for this card? Well, that one's not for sale. Well, what about this one? Well, I really don't want to sell that. Was there anything in your case you want to sell? You know, and that's that's the most frustrating thing about the Dallas card show is people or that are they're like, well, you know what? I know the, I know the card market value on that thing's $50,000, but I want $80,000. I know I'm high. Come on, dude. I mean, that, that's, that's the frustrating thing with Dallas. 
great cards, great people, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to move anything at a fair market value. And it is one of the biggest shows also. Yep. So um, I think they've had as many as 600 tables at different shows. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is a very big show and it's consistent. It's been for the last year and a half, it's been consistently big. Yep. Um, I can only maybe think of one time where the, it felt like the crowd was lower, but in general, big crowds, big vendors, that kind of stuff. Yeah. They usually run in multiple rooms in there because we filled up the one main room. So, yep. Yeah, it's a great show, and you can find some deals there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you can't, but like a lot of the people that I go and you know see at those shows, the ones that I know have the big cards, that's usually what it is. Ah, you know what? I really don't want to sell that. And then what's what's really frustrating is two weeks later you see that card on their Instagram story. Got it. Where they're trying to sell it, right, and I'm like, right, yeah. I just had an opportunity. I just just made an offer for you to purchase this card, and now you're gonna throw it on Instagram. Either. Anyway, that's the only frustrating thing with Dallas. So in that show, would you also say more graded, 50-50? Like, what do you tend to mm, say? It's probably more along the lines. There's a few people that come in there that, that I've noticed that have been newbies uh, that doesn't have a whole lot of graded, but the majority of that room is probably graded stuff. I'd say it's probably 85-15. Yeah. Uh, 85% graded, 15% raw. Sure. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the so now I didn't get to personally go to this one. I believe you did though. The Fitterman Sports Show. Um, it's an autograph show of Texas. So what about that one? The Fitterman Group puts on some great autograph signings. They bring in some great guys for that for that purpose. For us, it just wasn't a good event for mm-hmm. the card show. There wasn't enough card vendors there. There wasn't enough people coming through the door that wanted to have their cards RCR'd or graded. And so for that show, it was, if you're looking for autographs, it's yeah. a well-run show, great group of people uh, to go see sure. and get the autographs, but not for a card show. Got it. So one to maybe stay away from on the card side, but Absolutely. definitely go to for autographs and memorabilia. 100%. Okay. Yep. Uh, the TriStar Houston Collectors Show. So um, I actually was at this one. I don't think you were at TriStar. I didn't go to TriStar. TriStar was back in the day of the when I used to have a card shop, sure. I used yeah. to travel and do the TriStar show all the time. Gotcha. I haven't done it recently, so that would be one that you should yeah. speak on. Yeah. So, so um, again, this is actually a strong autograph show, but it is a strong card show as well. So um, from our perspective, you know, we evaluate shows based on how many cards we do. But in general, there's a strong card presence much more than it sounded like at Fitterman, but they do bring in great autograph guests, really good group of people that run that. Um, the TriStar is huge. I mean, TriStar is highly involved with the nationals and the autograph signings there and stuff like that too. So it's a great group. They do bring in a lot, but they also have a really, really good card show there. So one to, to keep <clears throat> on your mind, uh, that happens in Houston. I think it's twice a year is when the TriStar happens. So, uh, the GG2 card show in Springdale, Arkansas, Hey, we're going there this weekend. We are going there this weekend. Nice. Yes. Uh, we done that show for the first time here a few months ago, in maybe February, a month ago. February, yeah, yep. Two months ago. So had a really good turnout. They got a really good crowd there. They have a lot of uh, loyal people that come to that show. And the people that put on the show are just genuine. They're, sure. they're a great group of people. Uh, so, I mean, if you're looking for cards there, I mean, it's a, it's a good venue. It's 15, 20,000 square foot venue, but you know, runs around 150 tables or so. Okay. But, um, I would say that show is probably a 50, 50 mix on raw versus graded. Got it. So you're not going to find like some of the big boys like you can find in Dallas, but you're also not going to find people who aren't willing to sell 
at GG2. Most of ever everybody there was willing to to move on their on their products. So. Gotcha. That makes sense. And then GG2, so Griffey Guy and Griffey Gal. Yep. Right. Uh, is the two people that run that. And theirs is unique. At least I think it's unique that they run their show on Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and they don't run it on Sunday. So that's something kind of different. The next one, again, is this weekend in Springdale, Arkansas. And then they go to Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, at some point throughout the year. So they run them every couple months. So that's what's up with that one. Uh, Then we're going to move on to Culture Collision. So this was a late February show. Prism God, who we actually did an interview with at Mint, uh, runs that show. That's a a once-a-year show. So tell us about Culture Collision. I really like that show. Like, to be quite honest, that outside of like it, it was a different field than men i can't even compare it to a mint show mm-hmm. the one in vegas but i mean if you take that one out honestly i think that is probably one of the most well-run shows uh, by those guys in prism god i mean they do such a great job they they brought in a, a lot of great dealers there was a lot of great cards in the room they brought i mean ebay had a huge booth there um the only thing that i had was where we were set up. Gotcha. We were right by the DJ booth and oh, we were okay. literally having wow. to almost scream at people for him to hear us. But I mean, it kept your head bobbing the whole time. I sure. mean, the music. Yeah. So it was a great time. And I, I, I've already spoken to Prism God on it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I commented on his post when he made the, you know, next announcement for January yep. about being, you know, one of the best shows in the country. Cool. And so I still stick by that. He does a great job and they, they've got a great venue there. So in the, in the actual hotel where we stay, where it's the, the show is, it almost had a national vibe to it. It was such a, it was a very clean, it was just a well-run, well-organized show. So they did a great job. That's so. awesome. Um, so Prism God and Prism Goddess are the two people that run that show. So uh, next one is going to be January 2023, mm-hmm. once a year, Atlanta, for sure, a show that you want to be Well, in. Well worth going to. Too. And they had a, what, a three-on-three three or four-on-four four basketball tournament? They did. As well? I think I think we're going to have to get into that next time. Maybe. Because I'll watch okay. some of those guys yeah. play that. Yeah. Man, we we could put together a team. All right, we'll we'll see when next year comes around. We might have to do a little bit of a. Hey, I'm calling you practice. out. Whoever won that tournament, we're gonna come take that championship from you. Gotcha. And I saw that our friend Brock from PWCC was playing out there. You know, he thought he was Larry Bird. He's, I mean, he come he <laughs> he's he like walked, white men can't jump. Yeah, he's he, like he walked into the show with his jersey tucked in. It was like he was so proud of wearing that jersey. Like, I mean, he has his jersey tucked in. And I, no, I love Brock. Brock. Brock's a good dude. Yeah. And he actually he actually can shoot from the perimeter. Okay, so he does nice. he does okay. pretty good. He's yeah. got that he does have that Larry Bird float to it, you know. But got he, it. he does a good job. So you gotta watch out for him. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that was one I was not at because I was in that same weekend. I was at the Orlando Collecticon. So that was the 2022 kickoff to Collecticon. So this is the biggest uh, event show run that happens within the Pokemon TCG world there. Um, so there are six events throughout the year this year. And that was their first one was in Orlando the same weekend they do. If you're into, uh, trading card games and that kind of stuff, they do a phenomenal show, extremely well run. Uh, they have video or sorry, not video. They have, uh, performances. They had vanilla ice there. They had the, the Ninja turtles, ice, ice, baby. 
Correct. Yes. Uh, they have the Ninja Turtles that were there. I mean, they they have Jason Page, who did the original uh, music for Pokemon that goes on all weekend. So I hope you love hearing it 150 times. But the show is really well done. And one thing that's unique about that that I don't see in a lot of shows is it's tall. And when I say that it's tall, the vendors build things up. Um, they have like nets and cages and all kinds of stuff, which just makes the show seem larger than what it normally is. Most of the time when we go to these shows, you can kind of like scan the whole room because it's only these short tables and then everything else is below that. And I mean, literally some of these displays are 15, 20 feet tall, I swear. So, um, so the DCI booth does not stick out as much when you go there, but I've only been to, I think one of those collectors. The one in Dallas. Yes. And I mean, I will say it was very clean, very clean. The only thing that I got is I just can't get into grown men wearing Pikachu outfits. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't with you right now. <laughs> no, I, you will not see me in a Pikachu outfit. It's not happening. Don't even think. I'm just messing. Actually, um, we got, we're going to get him in a Pikachu outfit. He's going to stand outside our booth uh, at the next Collecticon in a Pikachu outfit. Great. <laughs> anyway, don't, don't, no ideas here. Anyway. Uh, Collecticon was that one. Then we came back again. We had another Dallas card show. I know that we've already hit that again. They run those every two months. So it was January, March, May, and then they hit July a couple weeks before the national. And then they'll continue on with their schedule from there. So just so you know, that big show in Dallas happens every two months, typically. Um, then we're at the Philly card show, one that you've been to before last year. And then I went to the one this year mm-hmm. as well. And I would say that is an old school card show heavily vintage focused i would i would completely agree with you yeah it, it is it is probably 70 percent vintage sure yep and, yeah. yeah and now and i think that that might just be a reflection of maybe the east coast and we'll kind of talk about that in a minute that's but, where, where baseball started right yeah for sure so, so um it, it is a good show it is run by uh the group at csa shows who run that one it's it's big it's got a good feel to it um you do get a couple other like grading companies and different things there you see a lot of unique vintage things out there not just necessarily cards you see some memorabilia and things Mm -hmm. like that uh auction companies are there so anyway so that's a good show to go to if you're up on the east coast it is a little bit outside of philadelphia it's called the philly show it's about 45 minutes outside it takes place at the valley forge casino is where that one happens at. So you can go ahead and lose all your money downstairs and then go upstairs and lose any remaining dollars at the casino. You know, I didn't lose money when I was there though. You won at the casino? I did win at the casino. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Just take them for like a couple hundred bucks. A little roulette. Yeah. We we got, we we had a comma in my winnings. Oh, comma. Okay. All right. No, no two comma mafia, but you got one comma. That's good. Got it. Got a comma in there. Cool. I love it. Sweet. Uh, Then obviously we went to the Mint Collective. Yep. I know we've hit that a ton. We have. Phenomenal show. Amazing. Can't wait till the one next year. Don't 100%. even know where it's going to be, but we're in. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Uh, then we went to Chantilly. So this is as we started April. So you were in at the Chantilly show. Yep. Also a CSA shows show. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your impression of Chantilly? Another vintage show. I mean, it's, it's still another majority vintage show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're looking for vintage... I, it's it's a trend. It's all on the East Coast sure. for a lot of that vintage stuff. So those are good shows to travel to if you're a big vintage collector. So. They did have quite a bit of autographs at the Chantilly show, though, right? They did. They had a big autograph uh, list, but a lot of them ended up canceling because this last time, due to some weather 
uh, issues and getting flights out of where they were at. So, got it. Um, but I mean, they still had a, a decent turnout. Gotcha. Uh, of people that were in there. Cool. And then bring it back to episode two. I believe there were a bunch of Cowboys players that came to do autographs, right? Yeah. They, Did you pay a lot of attention to that? Cow? What? No. You with them washed up Cowboys? No. <laughs> I don't. I, I could care less who was there. Now, 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 Connor. Our, our camera our guy, social media yeah. guy, yeah, he he was over there like taking pictures, and I mean, I'm I even saw some drool down the side of the camera. You know, he really just wanted to go over and hug him. Yeah, I think, yeah, but no, I don't, I care less. Nice. He sent me a picture. He's like, CD Lamb's here. I'm like, who's that? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not true. I know that you know who CD Lamb is. <laughs> so. Uh, the Rich Altman card show. This was the Boston show, uh, that just took place last weekend. So tell us about the Boston show. The Boston show is another one of those vintage shows. It's up on that East coast. Uh, it's majority. Or I, I'm going to say that all of those East coast shows that we've been to is 70% vintage in the room. Um, at, at a minimum, the Boston show, mm, I mean, it wasn't that great. I did to be honest, the the venue i felt like i was waiting on the elephants to come out i felt like i was in a circus you know i mean it was just it had that smell to it it was old i i, I was not a fan it was on the end of a dead end road to gotcha. get to and it was out of the middle of nowhere i don't know i just i i'm not i wasn't a fan so i know there's like another one that's coming up yep i don't i'm hoping it's not at that venue gotcha hoping they have another venue and i'd like to try it because this last one for us the the foot traffic was not good of course they didn't set it up on a great day i think there was opening day for the boston red sox was on saturday then they had hockey tournaments that were going on on saturday gotcha. so it just it wasn't a great show this this time around. Gotcha. That happens. Yeah, we we run into those. So, um, while you were out at the Boston show, I was at the Cardstock Trading Show out in Van Nuys, California. So, uh, this one of the first West Coast shows. Actually, I think really the first true West Coast show that we've had. So, um, went out to that. So, this is run by a guy named Chris. Does a really really good job. Uh, big fan of Chris and the stuff that he does. It's. We haven't talked about the show. This was an old show that we used to go to, but the McAllen card show mm -hmm. um, and really it, right down in the Rio Grande in Texas. So it kind of reminded me of that. They had like food vendors outside and trucks and that kind of stuff. So you could go ahead and do all that. Um, the show itself isn't in the biggest of spaces right yeah. now. They're moving to a convention center for their next one. So I don't want to like discount it uh, or the show or him it's just moving to a convention center for the next one which will be good because they'll get into a better space but uh this they've they've taken a space and they've built over time which i appreciate so it's one of those things that's been consistent for them so anyway so chris at the van nuys show we liked it we are going to come back and do the next one that comes up but that's kind of what you get from the cardstock trading show it was very very little vintage heavily influenced on what I would consider to be modern uh, to ultra modern. There was a decent amount of wax. And one of the unique things that they do there is Saturday and Sunday, which the show is two days, they're separated. So meaning that you sign up for Saturday or Sunday or both. And so there were people that just simply couldn't do the show on Saturday, but they fully brand new tables, all that kind of stuff got set up on Sunday. So there were new vendors that were coming in. So by this, the second day of the show, you weren't just looking at the same stuff. Hmm. So that was kind of nice that they do that a little bit different format. Hmm. So, um, 
as we go into some upcoming shows, so I'm only going to hit a couple that we have through the end of this month. So obviously the GG2 card show, we talked about that, but you are going to do the Long Island National Show, which is the one at Hofstra. Coming coming to New York. So what do we think that's going to be? Vintage? Vintage. <laughs> yep. It's going to be vintage. That's- I just hope they bring in the people. I, I really sure. hope that's going to be a good show. Sure. So we'll see. Yeah. We will see. Uh, And then I'm going to be out at the Union Marketplace. So this is a show I'm super, super excited for. This is down in uh, San Diego, California, and down in the area down in Del Mar. And so I'm excited to go to that one. We actually interviewed Wiley when we were in uh, at the Mint. So we have an interview with him coming up too. So excited to see how that show is going to go. That that Union Marketplace show, I am really excited to see what the turnout is for that one. My expectations on that show are extremely high sure. so i really hope it i really hope that's a really good show for us. yeah and it's a it's a good size show they have sixty eight thousand mm-hmm. square feet so it's not a small yeah. venue so um and then we have the san antonio card show again which we already hit so that closes us out through the end of april so i mean if i'm looking 10 13 14 we have hit uh 17 shows i think so far this year in the first four months of the year so Man. that's pretty busy maybe that's why i'm so tired it could, it could be. So um, now I want or, to go to. Or it could be the 75 hard that we're just about finished. Up day with. 74 today as we're recording this. So we got two days yes. left. This is yeah. uh, this is good. We'll talk about 75 hard on a different episode. Maybe yep. how it might affect you in business. Yeah. I think that's actually a good idea. But uh, I want to skip over that now. And I want to go to just give the viewers, if you are going to a card show, what do you do? So like, what's the most important shows of the year is where I'm going to start. First question. The most, like most important, like most important ones to go to. If you could only go to three shows a year, what would they be? Me personally, if I could only go to three a year. Yeah. Or, or to our viewers, what do you think that most important ones? Well, I'm going to tell you that it's going to be the nationals is going to be number one. You Mm -hmm. need to be at nationals. That's just a, a great show. Not exactly clean, but if you want it, it's there. Sure. So we'll take that one off the list. So that's one. Uh, two, you need to be you. You need to go to Culture Collision, the Culture Collision show. Uh, I think that is a great show uh, in Atlanta. And uh, right now, I mean, as far as when you're talking about venues and places and vendors and things along those lines, and you need to be at the Dallas Card Show. Those, those are going to be the three. Yeah. I mean, I would say mint is one that's in there too. If you know, they continue with the, the yearly thing mm-hmm. uh, on the mint, the Mint is a great run show. Uh, lots of information. You can go there and get educated while you buy cards and things along those lines. So those would be my four. Sure. That's that, I, fair. that I would, that I would give you. So that, that puts you, and I just don't know, we haven't done enough on the West coast. Like that's the reason I'm really hoping that union marketplace is yeah. one that we can add to that list yep. because then that pretty much covers this West coast to East coast. Right. Right. For but, sure. it, but you notice a trend on all of those, they all are down towards the South. Oh, in other than the nationals. Yeah. yeah because yeah. the nationals is not in the South. Sure. Something about those South shows brings the more money. money. Yeah. And, and we've talked about depending on the time of year too, mm-hmm. right? That can be another important factor. So all these big shows that are even in the North tend to do their larger shows, I believe in the summertime, which makes sense. That's the only time I'm going to go. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. going up there in the so, wintertime. I don't do cold. 
Um, what would you say would be one of the best shows for vintage? Anything on the East Coast. Okay. I mean, you Chantilly, Philadelphia, any of that, the National, all of that's gonna gonna be, and the Nationals in New Jersey this mm-hmm. year. So yeah. there's gonna be tons of vintage. Sure, I'm sure at National. So, but yeah, vintage, anything East Coast. What about for modern cards? Modern, modern ultra modern. That range. Uh, modern. I mean, you're gonna find those at a lot of the Dallas shows. Uh, you can find a lot of modern at Dallas shows. There's a lot of people that come to the Dallas show that love to rip wax. True. So yeah. you good can wax find, there. yeah, yeah, you can find a lot of good modern uh, at Dallas. Um, you know what I mean? There's there's some of that at Mint and some of the other places too. So. Sure. Um, non sports cards for sure. Collecticon. I mean, that's that's the place to go to for non sports. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the easiest one. It's directly yeah. built for that. So that's yep. a good one. So. Um, the best shows for investors. So this I thought was an interesting question. The best shows to go. You're looking to... for like high end investment <clears throat> cards. Okay. So are we high end investment on vintage? Are we high end investment on modern? Are we high end investment? I mean, what what are we? Um, I think just across the board. This was just you know, if you were looking to buy high end cards for an investment, like you're trying to make a nice portfolio for yourself. So if you're willing to pay over market, go to Dallas. That's. Okay. Go, go to Dallas. You're going to find it in Dallas. There's a lot of big players that come to the Dallas show, mm-hmm. but be willing to pay over market price. Got it's it. Just the way it works. Gotcha. But that's that's probably going to be one of the better shows to go to to pick up a lot of those those big cards. Nationals. Nationals is probably going to be the answer for everything. On yeah, here. that's true. Yeah, yeah. But outside yeah, that's a of that, yeah, you should go to Nationals. If you have not experienced Nationals, you need to go this year. What would you say if you were just a general collector, right? So not nationals, because I know that's the answer for all of it. If you're okay. just a general collector, where's a good, really good show to go to? Just a general collector. I mean, I, I would go to some of the, you know, not the great big venues, you know, to pick up stuff like hit up, you know, the San Antonio show, uh, hit up, you know, GG2 and that that group up there. Sure. And some of those, those smaller you know, shows. I just think that you can get some better some deals better and deals. find some things along the If you're a general collector, you could care less whether or not the card's graded or not, right? Mm-hmm. So go there, buy the cards. Don't worry about the grades. Like, I mean, I bought some I bought some really nice Peyton Mannings when I was in Chantilly. I didn't care anything at all about a grade. I didn't care about the condition. I just was looking for the cards that I needed for my PC. Yep. And so you can find them in a lot of places, you know. Cool. But you just if you stick to some of those smaller run shows, you tend to get a little better, a little better deal and you can find them raw. Yeah, that's what I was so. gonna say. Probably some better pricing too, right? Yep. Some of the smaller shows. Absolutely. So um if you were trying to create media and content, so obviously this is something that DCI does a lot of, where would you say are good events or shows for that? Mint, Culture Collision, Dallas, Nationals. I mean, like I said, I'm hoping the 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 marketplace over there, mm-hmm. those sort of things. So, yep. Yeah. yeah, can be good ones. Cool. Um, now it's time for some tips. This is uh, nope, can't say that. That'd be totally inappropriate. I was gonna say this would be just a tip with Brad, but we are gonna say. <laughs> hey, you, you know, I, you know, I have a, a shirt that's got a picture of a, it's got a sh- shell on it like a bullet. Uh huh. It's coming off, but it says just the tip. I promise. 
Got it. I did not know that because you don't wear that around the office. So let's talk about the do's and don'ts of a card show, though. What are the do's and don'ts? The do's and don'ts of a card show? Yep. As a yeah, prom- like, like as a person walking around trying to buy some stuff, not from a dealer perspective. If you're just a general person that walked in. So if you're going in there looking to pick up some yeah. cards, I yeah. mean, as an individual, when I go in to buy one, one, if I'm, if I'm working a deal at a table, I, I want the dealer to give me their price. Got it. Like what's our range? Where are we at? It's not my job to make you an offer on your card sitting in your case. It's your freaking card. How much do you want for it? And then we, I'll know if we're in the ballpark. So, you know, Having that approach when you go into the show, I think, is a lot better than, you know, walking around and having the dealer, you know, make that, you know, have you make the price for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do's and don'ts. I mean, that's that's kind of a cash. I mean, yeah, you, you cash is that king. king. Yep. I mean, of course, you get if you get cash, you're going to get a better deal than if you have to pay somebody with PayPal okay. or with a credit card. Um, but I mean. There's, there's, there could be lots of lists you could put together to make do's and don'ts out of. Yeah. Um, uh, don't, don't be rude. You know, you, you're not that great. You know, you're not as great as your mama tells you you are. Yep. You know, so don't walk around like, you know, I got $5 million worth of cards in my case. Well, you know what? I'll tell you, just like my wife tells me, it's not worth anything unless you're willing to sell it. Uh, it's not yeah. worth anything. Right. It's just cardboard. So, right. you know, just calm down a little bit. Yeah. No, that's a good one. And realize that these dealers have people that come up to them constantly as well. So it does sometimes take time. You know, um, some of these dealers, you guys would be surprised where that's where it's one individual and they've got three tables and they have, you know, eight showcases, which can be, you got to understand eight tables can be 18 to 25 feet worth of length mm-hmm. for them that they're trying to keep track of. Um, and there has been issues recently at a number of card shows with thefts of cards, right? Cards being taken. And so because of that, that dealer's trying to do their best. Yep. And so therefore it's a lot, it's a lot of um, real estate to keep your eye but on. But some great things for a dealer would be for them to price their cards. Just put a price tag on your card because there's a lot of times that you may be you know, have a lot of people at your table mm-hmm. and somebody like myself is browsing by and I'm not going to stand there for 15 minutes and wait on somebody to finish on that end for you to tell me how much that card is. I'm sure. going to keep strolling on by yeah, because there's stuff for me to go see. And I may end up making a deal somewhere else in the show where if you had a price on that card, then I already have a, I already have a, a range of where I know you, you need to be. Yeah. And then I know whether or not if I'm going to stick around, you know, because if the card and I know that I'm looking for if it's valued at 20 grand and you got it sitting in your case at 30 grand, I'm just going to keep right on struggling. Sure. Because we're way too far off. Yep. Because if I'm going to pay cash for that thing at a show, I'm going to save you a lot of fees from selling online and a lot of hassle. So I'm expect that, that card to be below 20 if that's the market. Yep. Maybe not much. Maybe 18, you yeah, know, exactly. if I'm paying cash. But, yeah. you know, so just, just, just price them. Sure. And would you say even for yourself that 10% is a pretty typical amount off compared to comps? If a thousand dollar card, somewhere in that range? Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, a lot, a lot of dealer, dealers in there, they'll, they'll try to hold true to, to the comp price. You cool. know, if it's 20,000 last sold for 20,000, I want 20,000 for mine. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So. 
Got it. Cool. Um, anything else that you want to talk about in regards to shows? Obviously, this was the whole goal of this on our show to talk about shows. No. I mean, the the, the show side of things, we, we really enjoy getting out there and seeing everybody. Yeah. Uh, being able to visit with everybody, being able to provide the services, uh, add the value back to the community of what we're doing on the RCR side. Sure. And we're super excited to get these slabs out in the market. Yeah, that's too. for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, that is everything that we have. So what I want to talk about is I want to say, come and visit us at a show. Come give it a shot with DCI. We want to see you out there. We have a ton of shows. We continue to drop that on our Instagram. So it is at DCI grading on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, uh, what else? Twitter, anything that you can think of, anything social wise, we are at DCI grading. So come out and see us, subscribe to our channel on YouTube here, follow us on Spotify, Apple music, everything else. Anything else from big sexy before we walk? Nope. Big sexy out. Take care, everybody.